Hi, this is Bill Prater and welcome to Supercharging Business Success, where our mission is to provide you with timely, provocative, and actionable resources that inspire, promote, and accelerate your quest for business excellence. Now, today's episode is Guiding Leaders to Cultivate, uh, cultivate Heartfelt Connected Influence We'll do that in just seven minutes with Thomas Rosenberg. Now, Tom is the founder and chief calming officer at Regenerate Coaching. He's a certified integral coach. He loves helping people grow and flourish by helping them rediscover what's truly important to them. He spent the majority of his career helping folks become comfortable with change and leading a change in over 20 countries on five continents. While his primary role is a, is a leadership coach for executives and teams, he also enjoys tending to his garden and dancing Argentine tango with his wife. Excellent. So she must know how to do it as well, Thomas. Yes, yes. We've been dancing over almost 12 years. Oh, fantastic. You must be lean and mean. <laughs> so are you ready, my man, for the seven questions in seven Absolutely. minutes? Absolutely. Let's go. So I, I, in your uh, intro, I told people a bit about who your ideal client is. But mm -hmm. uh, once again, so who's your ideal client? My ideal client, Bill, are executives in smaller firms, up to 1,500 employees, who feel they're plateauing as a leader. They want to actively shape their impact and perhaps even identify the wisdom they already carry. And you can do that by cultivating heartfelt connected influence. So, okay. So I understand the, the result. Uh, what's the problem that these folks generally share, uh, Thomas, that you help them solve? I really boil it down to ineffective and disconnected leadership. You know, Ineffective and disconnected leaders won't bring out, can't bring out the best in their people. And that's going to have repercussions for both top and bottom lines of the organization. So um, if, if you think about these individuals, and they could be the owner, they could be senior executive, they could be mm -hmm. a senior leader, emerging leader. I know you handle all those kind of folks. But in general, what sort of feelings or emotions or or symptoms might these people have within them that would signal them to reach out and try to get a hold of Thomas Rosenberg? Thank you for the question. So the, in terms of the emotions, they might feel like they're trying really hard and they can't see why something's not manifesting. And that can be seen by other people, perhaps as poor decision-making, uh, communication issues. It could be, whether their level of trust of them of themselves because they're doubting themselves it could also be trust of others and then there's also that resistance to change no i'm fine as i am i'm, I'm going to keep doing this but then they also discover they can burn out because they're trying so hard they think oh more hours that'll work or and it they just flame out right so a lot of times we're on question four a lot of times um uh maybe they've been told uh some of the things you've just uh related to us in a performance evaluation or something like that. And so then they say, okay, I got to fix this. So what are the mistakes that, that individuals can typically make when he or she tries to solve this problem on their own? Well, first of all, it's trying to do it all themselves and just thinking, 
oh, I can do this, right? More of this, more of the same, whether it's more time, more energy, more bodies, you know, from a team. It's like, oh, I just need 10 people, not, not eight. We'll get it there. So, and they also assume that the same strategies that got them to that point of leadership will get them beyond it. And that's really one of the biggest issues is recognizing that it's not the same skill set. What makes you a really good individual contributor is usually a technical expertise. It's not necessarily leadership. And so, and then there's also the question that I really like to focus on, which is helping people recognize that leadership comes from more than just the head. Okay. Yeah, that's very, very, very true. I know that very much. So of all the things potential out there in the, out there in the field that people mm-hmm. could do, what is one valuable free action that our listeners, uh, Thomas, could take, maybe even right today, that would help advance the ball towards becoming a more effective leader? For me, it's, it's helping to it's starting down the road of developing more self-awareness. And so what I would recommend people try is just to take some uninterrupted time, you know, whatever that happens to be for you, say an hour, maybe two, and just really sit with the question of, are you embodying the models of the leadership you seek to emulate? And if not, what would you put down, pick up or alter in what you're practicing? Beautiful, beautiful. And then maybe after you've done that, write, at least write it down or somehow remember what you thought about. Beautiful. Absolutely, yes. So journaling about that would be helpful. Excuse me, uh, uh, say it one more time. I, I just, no, absolutely. Journaling would be a really helpful follow on to that action is to be able to really parse that and be able to reflect fully. Beautiful. Now, I know you've got a beautiful free gift to offer uh, our listeners. So what's that valuable free resource? What is it, uh, Thomas? And then where would they go on your website to get their hands on it? Sure. So I would be happy to offer a 30-minute free, no obligation call just to have people share with me what they're seeking. And I can share more about my coaching process and how we might work together. And we can explore whether we're a good fit client and coach. And if you're interested in that, please visit my landing page. It is bit.ly forward slash regenerate coaching. Again, bit.ly forward slash regenerate coaching. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you very much. So we've got a couple minutes left. And mm-hmm. uh, I told you I had just seven questions, Thomas, but I don't have a seventh one. So what's the seventh question that you were hoping I was going to ask you? Uh, so what's the question? And then tell us the answer. So the question And then the answer, thanks. Sure. So the question that I would ask is what holds you back or what holds people back from seeking coaching in the first place? And for me, the answer is there seems to be for quite a few folks an underlying bias that receiving coaching shows weakness. Uh Uh-huh. And just to counter that, right? You go to the gym, you want to get in shape, you're going to hire a personal trainer. You have an issue with a process improvement or you want continuous improvement in the office, at the factory, in an organization, you're going to hire a business analyst or a process engineer. So why isn't it okay to hire a leadership coach for yourself? This is about you and your continuous improvement as a human. And, you know, for me, just from one of my... Just thinking about my clients, you know, there was 
one client who was really uncertain about what coaching meant. He's like, oh, well, somebody's going to come in and he's going to tell me, oh, well, if you do A and B, you're going to get C. It's not that simple. We're really working with a process of co-creation and really helping you uncover what your innate gifts are, your own wisdom, and helping you develop that self-awareness so that you can really start to live into what it means to be as a leader. Because again, it's not doing the same thing you used to do. It's doing it in a new way, holding a new space for others so that they can be inspired so that they can feel agency and the ability to really step in. Because that, in my opinion, is what's leaders that create leaderful teams is what is going to make magic in your organization. Absolutely. And uh, I know from experience that the more elite the player, the more likely there's a coach involved. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> Thank you, Thomas, very much for sharing your time with us. It was extremely insightful and invaluable. So for everybody now, in closing, let's focus on the single fact, and that is that our businesses do not become extraordinary in a single moment. Instead, they get there as a result of you and I, the owners, learning and applying a proven combination of having the right mindset, of a dedication to a system of management, and third, leveraging high-performance teams. So thanks very much for listening. Thomas, thank you once again very much for being here with us. Thank you, Bill. It was a pleasure.